1: I'm Laura Woods and you're listening to the Game Day Your Verdict podcast, the very best of TalkSport's phone-in shows on Saturday after another thrilling game day across the network. Liverpool went clear at the top of the Premier League table after a convincing win against previously unbeaten Arsenal. Chelsea won a thrilling match against Norwich City by three goals to two at Carrow Road, while Manchester United were beaten at home by Crystal Palace. Let's start at Anfield, where after victory for the Reds over the Gunners, Jürgen Klopp spoke with TalkSports' Graham Beecroft on your verdict with me, Laura Woods, Darren Bent and Sam Allardyce.
0: Jürgen, congratulations. You must have been delighted with the effort that was put in there. It was a phenomenal effort.
5: Absolutely. That's number one. That's what you can ask for. That's what you should expect. That's what you want to see. And the boys did it... Um, again on a incredible level so it's just I think we in, in when we are like this we are difficult to play we played a really strong arsenal side but in a good moment but we were in charge of the game uh, we had a little bit to adapt to the to the system which surprised us obviously um, but we adapted well we had then the with our best crosses pretty much constantly in crossing situations movements in the box were not were not Clear enough. We'd, we were too often in one spot, so it was difficult to to find one. It was, but um, the desire and the greed and the aggression and the passion we showed in the all defending moments, we were, in that moment was as well. So everybody wanted to be in the right spot mm-hmm. instead of splitting the runs. So um, yes, I loved it. I loved the effort. I loved the passion. It's uh, the, the, the whole atmosphere again. So early in the season, having this kind of atmosphere in the stadium is just, is just um, incredible, and I'm really happy.
0: It was Jordan Henderson's 100th appearance as captain, and, and he worked as hard as anybody and, and led the, the team brilliantly.
5: Oh, yes, oh, yes. Well-deserved and I think I'm not, I'm not famous for not praising um, Hendo. Um, but what the three midfielders did today was incredible. Fabinho, Gini, wow. Just that was the right midfield, I think, for today. Uh, we did what we had to do. The boys were football-wise spot-on, but um, work rate wise somewhere else, so that is just incredible, plus offensive players, Bobby, so it's normal, Mo scored two goals, he will have the headlines, that's normal, but how hard Bobby and Sadio work, Uh, that's unbelievable, and that makes us then an uncomfortable opponent, and um, that's what we want to be, and if we are that, then we can win football games. And Mo Salah scored an absolutely fantastic goal. The penalty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that as well.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, true. Absolutely true. That was now. That was now uh, created on the, on the training ground. It was not a not a finishing, but the, the, how it how it um, happened. Uh, pass wide, inside one touch in behind, and a bit lucky, of course, that David Lewis missed the ball. But it's difficult in these moments to get this one touch balls, to 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 judge them right. And Mo was there, and then the run, and uh, the the composure, how he how he finished it up, yeah, that's more.
6: Yeah, I'm pleased with the result, um, particularly the second half, and I think it's probably, we're seeing the experience of this team that's been together a few years now, and they used to get into finals, and they just seem to be able to get the job done now, regardless of who we're playing against. And um, I think it is, you can just see, I, I think somebody touched on there, uh, um, you know, Arsenal perhaps maybe three years three years behind where Liverpool are now. That's not a slight against Arsenal, It's just I think it's just a fact. Yes. Um, and I think you can see the experience. I don't think anybody really fancies beating them. Uh, and that's why we lose so few games. I think that's what we're seeing now. We're out playing sparkling for 90 minutes, but it's still early in the season. But they look, I wouldn't say unbeatable, because every team's unbeatable, but they look like they've got gears to go to if they yeah. need them.
7: I agree, to be fair. I I think most teams now that play Liverpool at the moment are are going there not to get beat rather than actually believing they can go and win it. And and that's testament to Liverpool because of how they've done the last couple of seasons and how ruthless they've become. But I feel that now most teams are setting up their teams to go, you know what, let's go to Anfield, or if they come to us not to get beat, and we'll see how it's 60 seven minutes ago if we're still in the game and go from there. Whereas Liverpool at the moment, I believe, are so ruthless that once they get in front, they go for two, three, four, five uh, goals. And I think that's why they're probably one of the best teams in world football.
8: I would agree with that. I think that um, the the, uh, the recruitment and, like I said before, the sorting out of the defensive problems um, has been critical in the success of Liverpool. And I think that uh, uh, people are talking about the fact they're conceding more goals this year in, uh, than they did last year in, in certainly this early stage, but they're still winning football matches. But, but both, both sides of their game is, at this moment in time, as good as anybody else in the Premier League. It matches it matches Manchester City as they did last season and I think that that is the key element that Arsenal need to adjust you know they've got good forward players they've got goal scorers but their defensive side doesn't match up to what Liverpool's does and that's why they they struggle in fact the whole team of Arsenal is not as talented as Liverpool now.
0: Yes Unai the first 40 minutes it was a tremendous performance by your team you must have been delighted up to that stage
9: good evening Uh, i think in 90 minutes we we work at uh, a different moment in the match the first half uh, we were defending very deep but also i think we were doing well and uh, we were taking some opportunity for for a transition to take chances we we had that and uh, their goal in one corner was also for for uh, that result is not good in the first half and the second half i think the key is the penalty very soft penalty and after two nil is difficult but i think uh, our reaction and and our uh, show our character was a good moment to do that and i think we did not enough for the result but just for for cat uh, our spirit and, and also create our, our idea for the next matches.
0: Yeah, and the timing of the penalty, a body blur as well, so soon after half-time, and you've given everybody instruction again.
9: Yes, our idea was uh, more control with the ball, but knowing the, the pressing was uh, was very, very strong. And uh, also, uh, if we didn't uh, have uh, that control with the, with the wall, with the possession, uh, ha- had good transition with uh, with uh, Pepe and with Auba and I think the second uh, tactical issues was was better in the first half. We we did uh, we did that uh, better, and the second half I think uh, changed the match with that penalty after changed the, the the match with uh, our goal. Our, our, our also our goal three one, and uh, we we. Keep the ball in the second half better with uh, with the with the players, but it's because they they played more deep after their their, their third goal. But uh, really, for me, the the most important today is what uh, we show our reaction. We can reduce, I think, distance uh, with uh, uh, play with the tactical or performance individually with the player also against them. And uh, really, we we can be optimistic for continuing our way. Pepe made his full debut. What did you make of it? Good, good. Really, I I, I am very happy with some some different players uh, with uh, the speed uh, uh, from the team. But uh, individuals we can uh, we can say for for today is was uh, was perfect uh, how against the best team, against the the winner the, the last Champions League and, uh, and and one central back like like uh, Van Schick, how uh, he played it uh, today.
1: Um, let's go to Tony, the Liverpool fan. What do you think, Tony? Hello, how are you doing? Yeah, we're very well. You You're right? sprightly as expected. <laughs> uh,
10: yeah, yeah. To tell you the truth, Arsenal played really well in the first half and yeah. that. And, uh, you know, they, they did give us a game. But it is, and the commentators kept going on about it. That Van Dyke was under pressure and they'd never seen him like this. It, that's ridiculous, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's about 90 minutes. And in the end, it was like watching a, a David Attenborough documentary. <laughs> <laughs> a pack of lions hunt down a little baby gazelle. Uh, they were just too strong for them, you know what I mean? They, they could have had more goals, you know, they were just too
1: classy in the end. Tony, who would who would the gazelle have been? Huh? Who would the gazelle have been? Which Arsenal player? The
10: whole Arsenal, too. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and don't forget,
10: don't forget we've got a goalkeeper missing at the moment, so that, un- mm. that unsettles the defence, I think, at the moment, you know, because the fella we've got in goal at the moment is a bit. Adrian,
1: He did have a little bit of a moment, though, didn't he, where he tried to clear the ball and it fell at the feet yeah, of a Bamiang? Yeah, yeah, he, he does,
10: did not he? And Van Dijk sort of, you could see Pops Van it Dijk up. panicking because he was <laughs> like running face-on to him. So
1: yeah.
10: he was panicking a
1: bit. Well, Sam, you were at the game. How would you respond to, to Tony's comments?
8: Well, I think that uh, if, you, if you've uh, picked up a goalkeeper for nothing um, and uh, you bring him to the football club, uh, you can't expect him to be as good as your number one, And I think that the only reason he's not as good as your number one is his distribution. Uh, I think his overall goalkeeping is is just as good. He'll save shots, he'll catch he'll catch crosses, he'll be in the right position, but the distribution, which is as a huge emphasis on a goalkeeper's performance today, isn't quite as good as uh, as uh, the number one goalkeeper. so, but he has done a fantastic job stepping in. F- because he spent yeah. no time with Liverpool this pre-season. He was just, just waiting for a football club. I think he was going to go back to Spain, I think. Yeah. And, and he got the call last minute to join him. And then on the first game, he gets injured and he's on and he's been there ever since. So yeah. it's full credit to him. He's a great lad as well. And he'll give everything to Liverpool. And he'll be so, he'll be so proud to, have, to actually put a Liverpool shirt on. When he goes back to Spain, he'll be crowing, I tell you that now.
1: Steve is an Arsenal fan. Welcome to the show, Steve.
8: Hi,
11: Laurie. You're right.
1: Yeah, not too bad. How are you feeling after that?
11: Oh, negative out of the way first. I think, to be honest with you, I think Emery got his tactics a little bit wrong there. I think he's got his lineup wrong. I think Sabyas, I think, was out of his depth. I think, to be honest, I think he really struggled against the Liverpool line. To be fair, I think after only playing a couple of games in the Premier League and him having a really, really good effort last weekend against Burnley, there's a no disrespect to Burnley. There's a big, big widening gap between Burnley. Liverpool.
1: Mm. Sam um, Allardyce doesn't agree with you. Actually, he thinks that Unai Emery got his tactics right. Where where do you think he got them wrong?
11: Specifically? Well, I think I think else was out of his depth. Even the, Well, the well the commentators the, the commentators agreeing with me. He was struggling. I think he really really was struggling out there. To be fair, I mean, I mean, look, it's, it's all about it's all about opinions. To be yeah, fair, yeah. So I, I, just...
8: I don't disagree with you. I thought Samba struggled today, but it's the ta- tacti- that selection rather than tactics. Although the tactics were right, but I thought if by the basis of his performance he, he, on what he did at Burnley last week it would have been a little harsh on him not yeah, starting good, here today I but i think maybe he could have substituted him early when he saw he was struggling i mean to step yeah granted, it
11: to, um, yeah, granted. Yeah. i mean the thing is i mean I, again the commentators um, highlighted that you know the front three did lacazette not deserve a start I
0: hold that please level five thank you Ah, you must be one of our new interns.
1: Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you.
0: Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to in the bypassal Rise plug sale.
1: The most important thing is what? Sorry.
0: The single most important thing is to in the channelized Bing Bingus of the bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine.
1: Uh, yeah, that sounds
2: important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.
12: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.
3: The Premier League All Access Podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. There's a lot more to those 90 minutes than what goes down on the pitch. With the latest odds, form guides, and expert opinions, you'll know the score with Labrooks. Odds update on Talk Sport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at Labrooks.com. 18+. plus, BeGambleAware.org. T's and C's apply.
11: Struggling with that one. I mean, you've got you've got Lacazette, you've got Aubameyang, mm. you've got Pepe that's coming in for 70 odd million. Yeah. You've Kai got Pan? three prolific forwards there. I really, really think you need to start utilising that or at least trying it Yeah, I because agree. I think a lot of people are questioning um, Emery's philosophy at the moment and where he's going you've seen that in the press this week about what his philosophy is where he sees that team what his setup is whether he's four at the back whether he's five at the back and he's got his two wing-backs I don't know Darren, I don't
1: know. how do you fit in those three? How do you play Lacazette, Aubameyang and Pepe?
7: I mean the formation. I mean how he's going to get him in, but I, I do think you're right. as in when you go to somewhere like Liverpool, they've got a lot of firepower themselves. You need to match it. Mm. And you're right. If you've got Lacazette, Abamyang, Pepe, these guys, but, um, you need you need to use utilize them because there's no point trying to hang on and then trying to play catch up. So for me, I'd probably go there with all that firepower and at least go and
1: have a go at them. It's disappointing, Steve, as well, because in the first half, Sam was saying that they defended so well and then to concede in the way that they did. Or, but you know, potentially all three goals, even well, the third one, most th- of that was just.
11: I really think I think to be honest with you, we re- handled that first half really, really well and it was a real shame to concede that goal four minutes before the end of the first half the only thing i'll say the positives as i said the negatives the positives i think unless we did do well in the first half you cannot i mean i know that david louise for that penalty but what gee, I, I almost felt physically sick when i uh, what was it a uh, second goal salad salad turned louise yeah. on the on the flank there that was that was sickening to, to see that as, a, as an Arsenal fan but that's going to happen yeah. it's going to happen from time to time i've seen worse defending in the last couple of seasons as an Arsenal fan than that. Yeah, and it's just going to come with time. and It's going <laughs> to come with time. Steve, David Lewis, does... David, Luiz, David Luiz has played, th- what, two mm-hmm. games for Arsenal. It's going to come with time, unfortunately.
1: Where does it leave you now as an Arsenal fan after, you know, three games in, two wins to open it up, and then a loss like that at Anfield? I mean, do, are you still positive?
11: Well, it's 5-1 last season, 3-1 this season. It's I mean, better. It, it gives <laughs> it's an improvement, isn't it? It gives me, it gives me, it gives me some positives going forward. <laughs> um, I, I do I do think if Emery can get his philosophy right, stick with the team and get a bit of consistency with that team, that front three, mm. I think they can get up there into that top four. It's a big ask. It's a big ask um, to sort of like wield that gap. But I, I think they've, that top they've four... They've certainly is got the scroll. front
8: line right, though, Steve. Yeah. They've, I mean, they've got... Uh, like and Aubameyang, I've got two. Of the, you've got two of the best goal scorers in the Premier League. I think that's unquestionable now. You know, they're right up there with uh, Mane and Salah. There's not, I don't. There's any doubt about that. And and, and obviously, uh, Aguero. I think that Arsenal have got that. And Pepe seems like he's going to be a brilliant signing. He's only just arrived, but he's settling in. It's just the the rest of the team being good enough defensively out of possession because it seems to be Arsenal's big, big problem for many years now. Mm. Once they get that... Liverpool had that problem two or three seasons ago. In fact, probably three or four seasons ago. They cured that problem by bringing and buying defenders and goalkeepers And now that now that the finished article, and that's what Arsenal haven't done for many many years. I I hope Steve would agree with that.
11: Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. I mean, look. The final thought I'll I'm going to say on it is: at the end of the day, we came, we got to the Europa League final last year. We got within touching distance. You know, our last eight, our last eight games last season, we should have had that top four wrapped up. We didn't. It's same old Arsenal tactically in that defence. It was shocking. I think improvements have been made, and if the improvements are made, and anything to go by, the money spent. I think top four is definitely a realistic spot, a realistic push this year, and they've got to go for the Europa League. I think they've got to go for that trophy. I think I don't think there's any any choice in the matter. I mean, it's all this buts, and maybes. But you know, we're third game in the season. I'm saying positive. I've heard people turning around and saying, no names mentioned in in you know in the press. Ex footballers, Man United in crisis after three games. I mean, come on, really. That's all I'll say on that, but really.
1: Steve, um, one other positive that you can take from this is that Pepe dribbled past Virgil van Dijk for the first time in 50 Premier League games. I mean, that's just as good as a win, isn't it? <laughs> well,
11: that's what you—that's that's what you're going to expect from a talent like Pepe. To be fair, I mean, he's—he's he's, come—he's come in, he's come in, and I think he's done. I think he's done fairly well so far. I mean, you know, we're not going to expect great things. I know that the Premier League and footballing footballing nation is impatient with players that turn up. For that sort of prize tag, because there's always that sort of expectation on him. But he's turned up in the Premier League from a French league. He's had what one good season in Ligue 1, hasn't he? Mm. Um, at Lille, and you know, well, I think we have to take our time with Pepe. But I think I'm showing sure there's there's good signs there.
3: Game
4: day, your verdict.
13: Well, we have to learn, and we have to learn quickly. And um, the last two games, games that we should have got six points out of if you look at it uh, as a neutral. If you watch the game, of course with two penalty misses away from uh, uh, sitting there, smiling, happy with uh, nine points now. Uh, But that's part of the game as well. And today with more than, I don't know how much, how many percentages possession, but the first half an hour, uh, no danger whatsoever. But that's when you have to be alert because there was just one long kick and we didn't uh, narrow down. Such an easy goal, and then the last goal as well. After we've had that pressure all second half, David's not touched the ball more or less, second half, and uh, they score again. That sometimes that'll be uh, the case because teams will come here and defend against us and, and drop
1: deep like they did today. Okay, let's go to Ryan, he's a Manchester United fan. Um, what do you make of your performance today, Ryan?
14: I hope it's not panic stations. The thing is, obviously, Palace coming in just setting up how they did deep. Uh, you know, sort of deep in our own half, two banks of four with the, the strikers coming back and helping. We didn't have any creativity to break them down. That was a worrying thing. Like, we were watching that, like, the second half, and although we penned them in, and we did pen them in as well, we we just couldn't do anything with the ball. We just kept passing it. So, it reminded me of the David Moyes football I watched years ago. And it was just, but nothing actually went into the box. There was no runs in behind. Mm. Whereas you look at Liverpool and you look at City, however much I hate to say it, they they run in behind. Mm. And for some reason, we weren't. And even when Rashford did go to make the run, he wasn't found. Look, so, uh, that's
7: creativity. I, I've got a question. Do you, do you think Marcus Rashford will score enough goals for to, to make Manchester United a, a real force this season? Like, do you think he's got that in him?
14: I hope so. He's in my fantasy team. But I don't know. <laughs> I, really, I really hope he will. Don't get me wrong, like him and Martial, I think they're both talented strikers, and I don't think people should be like, they're not going to score enough, you know, because at times they can have, you know, defenders' kegs off and chew them up and spit them out, but mm. I just don't think, I think it's more than midfield, I really, really think there's an issue there with us creating chances, especially in that, that little central attack midfield slot. Lingard today, I think he's a, he seems like a great sort of guy, he seems hilarious, but he was shocking today. <laughs>
1: So you want you want strikers because they're in your fancy team and you want, you want creative players to be hilarious.
14: I'd rather him be really boring if he's going to set goals up. I've not got a problem with that. <laughs> just today, he couldn't control the ball, honestly.
4: Game day, your verdict on Talk Sport.
15: Let's speak to another Man United fan. Sam has called into the show. What do you want to say, Sam?
4: Yeah, no, I think I agree with your previous caller. I think, you know, my concern as much as anything was that when things weren't going well, um, you know, they brought on Mason Greenwood. I mean, uh, you know, no, dis- no disrespect to him. It's hardly the cavalry. It's hardly the, the kind of bench you want. It was one matter, You know, obviously he's, had his, he's got his best years behind him. And Mason Greenwood. And I think that's the concern, you know. Uh, who's there to substitute, to bring on when things aren't going well? I think this is a very, very shallow squad.
15: Well, you would never have thought that, Matt, would you? I mean, you never never associate United
16: with a shallow squad. No, but I think we, I think everyone thought that when you're thinking Lukaku's gone, Alexis Sanchez likely to go as well. Um, We probably felt that up top was it. You know, we talked about it on Drive actually. You know, talking about who's going to get the goals this season. There's a Mm. lot of pressure on Rashford and Martial because you know they've they've never never scored you know 20 goals a season, and United are looking for that type of figure. And I I just felt they were a little bit short up top. Mason Greenwood looks like a talent and, and Solskjaer believes he's the, the most talented out of all three of those, you know, in terms of finishing I'm talking about. But you're asking an awful lot of three young players there to be the main man and I, I just think that you need a little bit more and they do look a little bit short up top.
4: Game day, your verdict.
6: James, thanks for joining us. Um, another good performance by you and a win for Leicester.
17: Yeah, it's always nice to get the first win, you know, obviously we've had... Uh, Couple of good performances. We should have beat Chelsea last week, simple as that, after our second half performance. So we knew we'd come here and be a tough game away from home, but to come away with three points and score two fantastic goals is uh, always a bonus away from home, yeah. Lovely
6: pass for the opening goal.
17: Yeah, listen, Jamie Vardy's in the team. You know, I know his strengths. He knows mine. So as soon as I, uh, Jose Perez needs uh, a bit of mention for that because he pressed well. I think he might have even might have even been him that gave the ball away. But he he uh, counter pressed and reacted and ended up nicking it. It fell to me and I know what Jamie Vardy's strengths are. And he doesn't even need to look at me. And I'll, I tried to put it in his path, which I did nicely, and it was a fantastic finish. So
6: lots of people, including me, talking about this team this season maybe being challenging for top six. Is that on the players' minds even this early on?
17: Uh, it's not on our minds. I mean, we have our realistic targets that we want to set and I think if we didn't set them high, then what, what, what are we doing? Do you know what I mean, we've got a great squad full of quality and the fact that people are asking us that question means that everyone else thinks the same. So we'll keep working and keep um, improving and if we break that top six, then it be fantastic.
6: And this week, Gareth Self, getting named an England squad. Not a, not a bad time to impress right in front of him today.
17: Yeah, listen, I'll, I can always just play how I play, you know, and play my game, listen to my manager here and let the rest take care of itself. You
6: must be aware that everyone's talking about you stepping up from the under-21s and being now an England senior
17: player. Well, if everyone's talking about me, then I'm doing something right, ain't I? But, um, listen, I, like I said, I'll just keep showing my quality on the pitch and what I can bring and stuff. And, like I said, everything else around that, I'll just let that um, sell. There
15: you go, James Madison, one of my favourite players. Me and Matt Holland on the uh, full-time phone in oh eight seven one seven double two double three double four. Tom is a Leicester fan who's been at the game. How are you doing, Tom? Evening, chap. How good is James Madison? <laughs>
4: He's, uh, he's up there, and you know, it's good for English football that you've got two talented number 10s in Mount and Madison going to be pushing for the English squad. But not just that, I think if you look at the left squad, you've got Barnes, you've got Chowdhury, you've got Jamari Gray who's been pushing at times. To, you know The future's very bright at the moment. And, Chilwell? Uh, oh, Chilwell as well. I mean, It's just good to have all this young English talent coming through and a manager who trusts the players. And I think, uh, as I said to one of the producers earlier, 12 months ago, that was a game we would have lost under Peel. Simple as that. But the belief the manager puts in those young under the kids to go out and keep playing and keep playing the, the way he wants to play. There's no plan B for Leicester. We'll keep pressing, we'll keep passing, and something will come. And again, we got the rewards from keep doing it today.
16: How good is James Madison then? I mean, look, I'm a massive fan agent as well. I, I, I put him in the same category as Mason Matt. He's that type of player. Do you expect him to get a call-up to the England squad next time round?
4: I, I'd hope he would get his call up and get an opportunity to impress in the senior team. I mean, for me, the biggest advantage with Madison is that half turn he can turn. I think we saw it his first game for Leicester last year away at Man U. How, mm. how impressed everyone was with his half turn.
3: The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds, we set them. Form guides, we've got them. Expert opinions, we share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Labrooks. Odds update on talk sport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at labrooks.com, 18+, be gambleaware.org, T's and
0: C's apply. Now hold that please, level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns.
1: Yeah, hi, nice to meet you.
0: Hi. Now the most important thing to know is to you, uh, in the bypassal rise plug sale.
1: The most important thing is what? Sorry.
0: The single most important thing is to us and the channel has been bingus of the bypassal rise plug sale and you'll be fine.
1: Uh yeah, that sounds important.
2: Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.
4: He turns and runs at players. There's not many players who do that in this league. And, you know, as he said in his interview there... He, he's linking up with Vardy now, 12 months later, even better than he was last year.
15: You're right, and do you know what? one thing I loved in his interview we just heard there, Tom, when he's talking about how he links up with Vardy, he said he said this, Vardy doesn't even need to look at me. Uh, it, that's because Vardy knows how brilliant James Madison is, and when you've got somebody you're playing with like that, it, not only would it be a joy for Vardy, but it's a
4: joy for you lot to watch, isn't it? I mean, he's... You know when the ball comes to him, what he can do. Before he even knows, you know, he's getting the ball, he knows where Vardy's going to make that run. And if the ball's on, he'll play it nine times out of ten. If it isn't, Madison will then skin someone and then go wide. And it's just, it's a brush of fresh air, I think, not just for Leicester fans, I think for the whole of England, but we've got a talented youngsters coming through with that ability and ambition to show what they can do instead of being scared to make a mistake where I think... Maybe two years ago, the a player made a mistake, that was his the international call-up gone. So it's brush and all round that we're going to have players coming through in, in Leicester especially that are given the opportunity to play week in, week out in the premiership.
16: I've, I've just read the report, actually, Adrian. Jamie Vardy had 16 touches, eight in each half. But his, <laughs> but his game isn't about coming short and and linking play that's not what um, Brendan Rodgers needs him in the team for he needs him to make those runs and what he needs is people who can find him and in Marcus Madison he gets into those positions and Fardy all day long on the shoulder can I get him behind Madison will find me did you just say Marcus Madison there? I think you did. <laughs> did I? <laughs> did I say Marcus <laughs> Madison? He's, He's a good, good player, well. isn't he? He's a good player. How I many assists he got? Sixty-five, you said to me. the
15: I, other I'm going to run through his assist stats in a moment, but he, <laughs> he isn't quite James, James Madison. Madison. But actually, th- one more thing, uh, Tom, from the game today, and you were there. Jamie Vardy is a Sheffield Wednesday fan. My understanding <laughs> is the moose was telling us he celebrated in front of the United fans. Is that
4: right? Was it a bit out of order, or what did you think? Oh come on, it, Ben. I mean it. it... Wednesday, United, a very big rivalry. All he did was run up and cupped his ears. He did nothing else by that. I mean, he had taken a lot of sticks from the shit, United, to fans prior to that goal going in. So, it, if they can't take a little bit back, then uh, what's football all about? But it, it's, a, it's a good day for Leicester. Two draws and a win to start of the season. Last time we were undefeated in three, we went on to win the league. Hey, you never <laughs> know what's going to happen this league, eh? Hey? <laughs>
15: Well, City have dropped points already, and Liverpool are being held by Arsenal 0-0 at the moment. Tom, really appreciate the call. Good, Good insight uh, from a Leicester fan who's been at the game today. Let's get the Sheffield United angle. They've uh, suffered their first defeat, beaten 2-1 at home by uh, Leicester City this afternoon, live on Talk Sport 2. Let's hear from Chris Wilder with the moose.
6: Chris, thanks for joining us. Um, not the result today, and, and I guess after the first half performance, you were
13: probably annoyed about that. Yeah, I was, yeah. We were nowhere near it with and him, with him, without the ball, in and out of possession. We never got up and and put them under pressure like we, we, we need to. Good players have time and opportunity to lift the red and got a lot of space to play in, then then they're going to dictate the game. Um, and then when we do, and then we do break it up, we gave the ball away so cheaply back to them, it was frightening. So, uh, yeah, it's a disappointing first-half performance. Second half, we've we've changed things around. I thought that, that, that you know, uh, Ollie and Billy coming on gave us a bit of a spark and we held it up more and we got higher up the pitch and we asked questions and got ourselves back into the game deservedly.
6: There's nothing Dean could have done about either goal, and I guess both goals show
13: the quality that the Premier League has. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a team that's, that's heading towards or, or wants to win into into, into the top six, and uh, you give opportunities. Uh, but it wasn't even an half opportunity. It was some finish. It's a wonder, wonder goal. We couldn't find that bit of quality in, at the top of the pitch from our point of view, and they had it in Jamie Vardy and, Ar- and Harvey Barnes. and. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get hurt if if um, if those opportunities you know drop to those types of players. I didn't think it was a game full of chances. I didn't think any goalkeepers made save after save after save. Um, we we couldn't find that bit of bit of quality. They did, uh, and they they win the game, and, and from, in my opinion, deservedly so.
6: Well, Lundstrom was very close to getting an equaliser. I mean, a great save by Michael. He should
13: score. Whether it was offside or not, I think somebody told, said behind, uh, behind that maybe it, it, it was offside. But he should definitely score. He shouldn't really give the goalkeeper an opportunity to make a save there from our point of view.
6: You've had three weeks now of the Premier League. This is the the first disappointment you've had. How how are you going to bounce back?
13: Well, oh, you you know it's nobody's going to help you. you. You know it's relentless, ruthless, punishing division. And if you're off it slightly, which we were today, you, you know, you're not going to get the result that we want. So we know where our standards need to be. And, uh, you know, it was, for me, we, we for whatever reason, dipped below the, the standards that we've set in the first two games. And you're playing, like I said, you're playing a team that's, you know, you're playing outstanding individuals and a manager who's an elite world-class
3: manager.
4: Game day, your verdict
3: on Talk Sport.
18: You know, you, you want it to come, we want to be competitive, we know the expectations of Chelsea never mind the difficulties that people keep talking about this year we want to win games and um, we've, had a, we've had a tough start with good performances at times that haven't given us what maybe we deserved but today we've got what we deserved we played mm. really well controlled the game big elements of the game uh, and probably should have scored more goals to make it more comfortable against a very good team Norwich will get a lot of points at home here or home and away they're a very good side so I was delighted with the performance You did create quite a few chances mm. is that ruthless sustain that's got to come if you're going to kill teams off and kill games off Yeah, uh, yeah I guess so and uh, That's why I'm delighted for Tammy to get his two goals. The strikers need to be competitive with each other, push each other on, because they're all going to get opportunities this season. Uh, But what I am happy with is that we are creating chances. We did it at Manchester United, we did it against Liverpool in the Super Cup. At Leicester, we probably should have been two or three up after half an hour. So The next stage is, can we finish more and make games more comfortable? Because if you allow teams to stay in the game in the Premier League, it's very tough. What did you make of Tammy's performance overall? Because it was a, another big shout to give him the mm. opportunity to play today. Olivier played last mm. Sunday. I thought he was fantastic. It was uh, the, the finishes were really good. The mm. first, the first goal I thought was a, was a top finish, and the second one as well that wins us the game. But yeah, really good. Difficult conditions. I ask a lot from the strikers. I want them to work off the ball. I want them to run channels. I want them to hold it up. I everything from them. So it's uh, in those conditions it was tough for him. But Tammy showed today. The, 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 the stature of him, the size of him, the quality that he's got. If he's on it. And he's, he's running and causing problems, he has quality as well, then he can be a really good all round striker for this club. Um, you had to make some changes because Pedro was injured in the mm. warm up um, and Angola Conte couldn't travel mm. today. But defensively, how do you think the team is, is shaping up? Because, well, considered again today. Yeah, we, we were good. Generally, second half we were really good defensively, and uh, there are moments. You know, defend, and it's, you know, I'm not giving anyone any credit. I think we defended pretty well, but then two moments, and the game changes instantly when we should be controlling it more. So we, we have to work on that little errors, little collective things uh, as a team, not just a back four. Um, so we need to improve on that. So yeah, it's it's been it's been tough in a way because you talk about uh, Kante and you talk about Pedro last minute, but we've had a lot of injuries to important players. We've got Rudiger hopefully coming back. Willian, you see there, looking fitter and fitter. Um, Ruben lost his cheek, Callum Hudson, Adora Reese, James so that will help us now and, and some of them are not far away so I'm, I'm pleased with where we're going but we cannot take our foot off the pedal we have to keep working Are you enjoying yourself? I didn't enjoy the last five <laughs> minutes I'm enjoying it generally it's, it's, uh, it's obviously a job that I'm very proud to, to have um, it is my club for playing it for so long so I'm enjoying that process but I, I want to be successful and that takes a lot of hard work so not every moment is enjoyable but it's certainly much easier speaking to you Guys, when we won a game than when we haven't, so I'm pleased with that. Game Day,
3: the biggest football league in the world. Game Day, your verdict on Talk Sport.